I'm not the one who, hosting this who, week. Who who's talking right what? now? What? What am I supposed to be? I'm so out of I'm so out of sorts. Ralph, help me. Yeah, you need to sit down, oh. sir. This is a live studio audience you're a part of, Oof. and you're fucking it all up. Oof. Hello, I am not Derek. I am Ralph, and I am here to bring you the newest episode of the Level Up Show podcast. Hit it! Oh, we already did the song. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joining me today, in this year of our Lord 2015, is a guy who in 2014 held less jobs than boobs. It's Derek. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I did not hold very many boobs, but I held even less jobs. There you go. <laughs> even less jobs. That's very true. <laughs> but still somehow managed to buy a lot of games. It's effective. Also joining me is a guy who, in 2014, gave more spare change to Zal- fuck gave more spare change to Salvation Army than fucks. It's Ryan, I fucked up your entrance. How are you? Oh man, so it's like that equal amount right there. <laughs> zero fucks and zero change. No, no change. You dropped no a penny money. in one of those jars one time, didn't you? I haven't even seen one of those recently. Do they still do that? Oh yeah. yeah. Hi V. Ding ding ding. And then you got the kids singing, and you want to punch them all, and like it's it's bad. And you got the, got the guy playing trumpet, and he's like wrong on most of the notes, and he's gonna grab the fucker from his hands and plate, and you don't even know how. Recently, like I haven't been leaving the house until after it was dark, so I'm surprised you've been leaving the house. It's it's awful shitty outside now. Uh, well, I I left the house last night at almost two in the morning. Wow. Wow. I had to. I had. I couldn't drive either because I was blocked into my driveway. So I had to run from my house to the red box, which oh is over a mile away. God. I don't know that you had to do back. this. Why did you have no, to do I this? To. For what? There was a gun to my head. I had to do it. What did Let's you have to get? Go ahead and talk. No, I rented boyhood. Oh, okay. Rented boyhood. How yeah. was that? Or what will we talk about later? We'll talk about it later. What about? We need to talk about Kevin Hart. We're going to talk about that now. Me or who's talking about Kevin Hart? <laughs> Here, I'll talk about Owen Hart. I'll take the heart off. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin Hart <laughs> and how terrible he is. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot uh, that that's what you were referencing there. It's like Kevin Hart, isn't that that black guy? Black comedian. <laughs> it is that black guy. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, I mean, have you you've seen it, right, Ralph? I have, but it's been a couple of years. Yeah, so it's most like these John C. Riley and I, I can't remember her name, but yeah, they have a yeah they they have a I think it's their first child, and yeah. I don't know what about what it is about this child, um, but this child is like very. Antisocial, um, hates the well. It seems like he hates the mother, and he like he intentionally does stuff to just 
make her have the worst experience trying to raise him. Like, uh, he refuses to do any type of potty training, so he's still wearing diapers at, like, the age of, like, what is it, like, five or six, maybe even older than that. Yeah. And, like, if he gets mad at her, he'll, like, intentionally shit himself <laughs> so that she has to change him. <laughs> so, um, but then, oh, and then anytime the dad's around, he, he acts like a, a normal child, so the dad just thinks the mom is just having trouble coping with raising a, a child or something. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, it follows him, like, all the way from when he's a little child up until he's a teenager, and, like, the same type of behavior happens, uh, except for, like, there's one brief instance where he actually acts like he likes his mom, and that's when he's, when she's reading him, like, I think the story of, like, Robin Hood. Um, and it basically eventually gets to a point where, where Kevin just murders his whole family except for his mom, uh, so, and then he murders a bunch of people in his high school with uh, with a bow, so which is kind of a weird weapon to use. But um, Robin Hood. Yeah, but I and then like I think he spared his mom intentionally because like the end kind of hints like maybe he actually did. The only person he actually cared about was his mom, but I I don't know. It's it's based off of a novel, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why the bow... And he has, like, locks that he puts on the gym door so people can't escape. But I, I'm not really sure, like, how that whole worked out because they come into the gym. Unless he's playing... Maybe he locked the door after they entered. I don't know. It was, it was an interesting movie. There were some funny parts. Um, they didn't really show any of the gory stuff besides John C. Riley getting killed and, and the younger sister. She was, like, maybe... 10 years old or 8 years old or something. So, yeah. But uh, it's an interesting movie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I definitely Speaking recommend it. Speaking of locks, how was uh, Life After Beth? Life After Beth was actually pretty funny. It was in Audrey Plaza. John D. Riley's also in that. John and Han, whatever his name is. Yeah, the guy who was um, was he, uh, who was in the recent Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, and um, Molly Shannon is John C. Riley's husband, and it's like a a zombie movie, but it's not typically uh. Gender bender. Yeah, it's 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 definitely different because what happens is, <clears throat> um, Aubrey Plaza's character she dies going on a hiking trip, and then she gets bit by a snake and gets poisoned. And then somehow she comes back to life, and she seems like like normal, except for I mean, there's definitely something off about her. But her appearance is normal. She doesn't look like a zombie. She's not trying to eat anybody. And John C. Riley and Molly Shannon they try to try to hide this because they just had a, like a huge funeral party for her, and it what like you call it a party, uh, whatever you want to call it, a wake, whatever. Um, uh, so they, they just had that, so then they kind of like lock themselves up in the house and try to keep people from going in, but, um, what's that guy's name? Is it, is it Dane? Dane DeHaan. Yeah. He comes in, finds out she's still alive, and then, um, of course he wants to start seeing Fuck her again. Fuck her brains out. Well, oh, he, he bangs her at yeah. the park. I don't know how anybody didn't see it, because he did it in broad daylight, like in the sand. Like, this is like a park where little children would go. <laughs> Bangs her at the park. Uh, digging holes in the sand, man. 
You know, one of those excavating sand machines, just digging it up. <laughs> I didn't see any of those around, but that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, he does all this without... John C. Riley doesn't want him to do it because he thinks that if she finds out that, she's, that she died, bad shit's going to happen. And then him taking her out and um, taking her further away from the house, eventually bad shit does start to happen. And it ends up that she's not the only one that's come back from the dead. A shitload of people come back from the dead. And then they just they just gradually start decaying until they turn into like what actual zombies are, where they start eating people. So, I don't know. It's a pretty funny movie. It's definitely worth watching. Where'd you, where'd you watch Where's that at? Uh, Amazon Instant. It was on. Amazon. <clears throat> yeah. You gotta get that so Prime, how, man. How about that lock? Is it on lock? You don't really even have to watch that movie. You can just, like, listen to it. Because it's just him in the car driving. Because I guess he um he works for construction. Now, I guess he give, people the pre- give people the premise of Locke. Locke is Tom Hardy? Yeah. I mean, is that the premise? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tom Hardy I was driving to tell the premise. Oh, but man. Tom Hardy is the dude in it. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's he's basically driving in London or driving to London from I don't know where somewhere in Europe. Oh, um, yeah, he's he's gonna he's driving across the ocean to the UK. No, he's somewhere in the UK. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, he's a construction worker. He oversees like concrete pours and like building foundations. Um, so I guess he. Uh, was gone for a few months uh, f- from home, and they just, I guess, set the foundation for some building. Was celebrating, and uh, got drunk and banged some forty-year-old woman, and knocked her up. And then uh, I guess she, uh, her delivery happened sooner than he expected. So on like the eve of a, a huge, like the most ex- most expensive concrete pour in basically the history. Um, he just decided to go to London to be there with her for the child being born. So yeah, he ends up like losing his job, losing his wife and all this stuff while he's driving to London, um, in order to see this lady. And you don't actually, you don't actually get to see the, the meet. It's just, it ends with him on the road. So and he keeps saying all this crazy stuff about how, like, even though he gets fired, he helps like whoever's under him get things set up for the concrete pour because he said he was doing it for the concrete <laughs> respect to the concrete uh, it's a bunch of crazy talk so is it just it's, it's, is it just him by himself in the movie yeah it's just him sitting in his car he's got a nice car uh so if, if you like seeing cars that aren't terrible that's a movie for you <laughs> so how so I want to, I want to ask how this is different from buried if he's just in a in a small space on the phone the entire time. Uh, but well, well, first and foremost, I don't really want to get no Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like I didn't even actually watch half of this movie. Like I watched the first half and then I just I I would just like laid in my bed with my eyes closed trying to fall asleep while the second half was going because there was I mean I could watch his facial expressions. But other than that, there wasn't much to see. He was just driving. So it was just more his conversations on the phone with people. Strange. Yeah, you don't see any other person in it, just him. Sounds interesting. Kind of. Yeah. In a way that Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is interesting to play. 
right? Fuck yeah. It looks way better than the first one. God damn right it does. But I haven't gotten too far in it. You're probably way further than me. I'm at the Beauty and the Beast part. Uh, yeah, I'm probably in that. I'm like 15-ish hours in. Where did I... God, where did I just go? I can't even begin to tell you where the fuck I'm at, to be honest with you. I'm, uh... Disney Purgatory? Well, I'm not in Disney Purgatory yet. I mean, I haven't run into King Mickey yet, if that tells you anything, which I'm sure it does not, but... Where, I where, have, how have you not? How about Epic? Well, you've seen him, right? You just haven't run into him. Yeah, but you haven't run into him. Like, you personally haven't run into him. You don't run into him until you go back to uh, Traverse Town. Mm. Have you been to Dog Street? Um, no Dog Street. I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about when you told me that. Oh, it's a great jersey. I'm like, dog what, what is this guy fucking talking about right here? I'm like, let me see here. Back uh, in oh, a Dog Street I jersey. Just, I just got to uh, the Pride Lands. I just got to the Lion King, which is like uh, almost midway through the game. So it's kind of awesome. The The design of that those levels are pretty fun because you're playing as a fucking lion, which is awesome. That prologue is so freaking long. That prologue takes forever. And the skating oh, is man. super dumb. Fuck Roxas. <laughs> yeah, I skated once and then never again. Oh, God, it's so dumb. So, uh, how'd you play Five Nights at Freddy's, Ryan? Because I got it free on my phone. I bought it on the Steam sale for like $2. So. Well, Amazon had it free one day on the App Store. It was, um, my nephew kept asking me to buy it because he wanted to play it. Because <laughs> he like he likes watching them, he likes watching people play it on YouTube. So oh, I heard a third one is in development. Yeah, I haven't played the second one. But what is this game? Because I see it all over the place, but I have no idea what the fuck it is. I hate it so. <laughs> How far did you get? I can't even. I don't know. I'm just looking at some cameras, and then there's a there's a bear. It's like I don't. Yeah, I'm on the fourth. <laughs> I'm on the fourth night right now. Basically what it is is like it's like some type of weird Chuck E. Cheese place where the animatronics have actual AI and um, uh, you are like I don't even think this position exists at Chuck E. Cheese type places where they have somebody as like a night person just sitting in there. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want somebody doing that. It seems like a waste of money. But you basically have to sit in this office and at nighttime, I guess the the animatronics get kind of restless and they start wandering. And I guess there's like some rules built into the AI where they can't take their suit off of their wire skeleton. So if they see a person, they think that they should go into a suit. So they'll try to jam you into one of those animatronic suits. So and you have like for some reason too, you have limited uh, power. Uh, so you basically have to try to keep the doors closed if they're near or use lights to check blind spots to see if they're near your little office area because you can't leave it. Uh, and the only way to keep track of them is to look on cameras. So it's it, like, it usually if you fail, it just ends in a jump scare. So. But got a lot it, of those. It can get a little hard. It can get kind of hard. So My nephew's terrible at it. I told him, like, you can't leave the doors closed the whole entire time because it's going to waste the power. <laughs> and he just kept doing it over and over again. He kept dying over and over again. It's probably better than me. I was like, if they made this game where you could just leave the doors closed the whole time, then they might as well have not made a game. <laughs> but he's too young to understand that. What about Chronicles of Riddick? That's probably going to make a list, right? 
Uh, oh yeah, that came out this year. That game looks like shit nowadays too. Holy bad! Holy bad. That game looks so bad. How's Exhibit uh, look? Uh, well, I, I already, I think I already talked about that part. I finished the um, Escape from Butcher Bay part. He dies in Escape from Butcher Bay, so he doesn't show up in Assault on Dark Athena. But at the end of that, like you're fighting some other, like you have some other main antagonist. It's a girl that I guess Riddick knows. Which do you guys know what Riddick's full name is? Riddick, Richard B. Riddick. Yeah, it's <laughs> Richard yeah. B. Riddick. Uh, what the fuck which... does that even mean? <laughs> Dick I... B. Riddick. Dick Riddick. Yeah. Um, Dick is Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> that makes way more sense. You stab her in the neck at some point, and somehow yeah. she survives. Uh, yeah, you try to go neck deep in her at some point, but she survives. <laughs> uh, but then at the end of it, you fight her again, and she's wearing some suit to prevent any neck deep action. So, gun. in order to kill her, you just uh, you have this gun that kind of just like <clears throat> is like a some type of like explosive latches onto them, and then you detonate it. But since she has the armor, it doesn't do any damage to her. All it does is push her back. So she stands in front of this like elevator, and all you do is you just keep shooting with that until you just push her down the elevator shaft. It's really fucking dumb. So that is Escape in Dark Athena. It's got one of the worst looking child in the video game, children in the video game. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the man child, Vin Diesel. How many buses? Oh, jeez. Uh, well, the game actually isn't that... It just looks like shit because it's so old. I'd probably give it, like, 52 out of 72 lessons. Okay. You're, you're lowering the scale I was going to say, did you go down no. another bus? We, <laughs> no. We were at 74. Dude, I thought then you went to we 73. No, no, no. That no, we no. lost two buses. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was a axe Tragic accident in the snow. We lost two buses today full of children. Speaking of tragic, Derek, you want to talk about anything or just wait? You know, we talked about Kingdom Hearts 2.4. Um, don't really have much else to say about that. I uh, I attempted to watch um, the interview. I did not watch that, though. Uh, the only thing that I will say is I watched this uh, Nick Offerman stand-up last night, which wasn't very good. Um, it was okay. It wasn't, wasn't great. But I liked the part... Uh, the, this the most because he called out Uprocks for just randomly inside of his inside of his comedy special, which I thought was kind of funny because I had never heard of it until you told me about it. So for them to get kind of a non-plug plug inside of a, a Netflix original uh, stand-up special with Nick Offerman, I thought that was kind of funny. So nice. Game-wise, we will talk about everything. Everything shall be revealed in minutes. Oh man. Uh, what about you, can... sir? You got Captain you got the Toad. Gave it to my brother for Christmas, the game. Uh-huh. And uh, it's not bad. I haven't played it very much, though. I saw you. I was... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was trying to finish Evil Within, is why. And uh, good fucking grief, I wanted it to die. Uh, yeah, that game can be frustrating. Well, it's like I felt like hell anyway, and then it's like I'm doing all this trial and error bullshit. I'm like, fuck you. 
Can't hear you again. All we heard was the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> your audio keeps cutting out every once in a while. I mean, I don't know. that was a good drop the mic. Fuck you. Fuck you, Shinji Mikami. How about now? That sounds way better. I saw you playing so, that like, last night. That's what I was going to ask you. Is I saw you playing Evil Within last night. So how's that been going? But you just answered that question very simply. Fuck you, Shinji, Shin, Shinji Mikami. I think hey, I finally gave up. Yeah. Because uh, I got really far past some save point at one point, and then the game's like, oh, this game has crashed. Fuck you. Let me let me ask you this question. <laughs> on a, on a side note, on a non non related note, not even on the notes. What's up with the bone? What is up with the bone? So What's the status I, of the bone? <laughs> I haven't had a ton of time to play anything lately, right. so anytime I've played anything, it was Evil Within, because I was trying to finish it. So the X bone has not even been plugged in for a few weeks. Because <laughs> I got Dead Rising. Right. I haven't played it yet, but I'll probably try to play it. Oh, man. Have fun with that. You're going to have, like, a huge update to download. And you traded in Sunset Overdrive. I did. Fuck that game. <laughs> I had so high, such high hopes for you. And then you had, what was the other game we got that day? Forza? I still have Forza Horizon 2. Right. I want to give it another chance. It's probably a good idea. I just figured we'd get our, our weekly bone update and see where it was. Make sure it was buy... still in the house. Yeah, it is. I want to buy D4. Ryan knows what I'm saying. I hear. I mean, yeah, Deadly Premonition, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's what one D is good. Just imagine four Ds. Forty, forty Ds. Um, forty Ds. That's almost unthinkable. <laughs> Unfathomable. <laughs> well, yeah. before Christmas. Um. Well, and see, they're unexpected, so you don't have to think about them before Christmas. They just kind of sneak attack, and then. Side note from Christmas, really just quick. Go with it. I I did not get a chance to watch. Everyone's favorite JTT movie. I'll be home for Christmas this year. I'm I'm, I'm really sad. Were you too busy watching 40 Ds night before Christmas? Too busy watching uh, <laughs> the Home Alone and Home Alone Two Blu-ray that I bought. Oh, uh, where's three in that? Yeah. Fuck yeah. three! Come on, yeah, get out of here. Complete the trilogy. <laughs> the trilogy. There's like six movies. The only two of them are good. <laughs> the only good thing. Well, they made do... more after three. Yeah, there's like five. Oh, the only uh, the only good ones are one and two. The only good thing about three is it's got French Stewart in it. Did so you <laughs> give somebody a dove for Christmas? How was that? Good? I mean, I, well, I mean, well, <laughs> I'm trying to look at the bright spots here. I'm trying to find a reason to like that movie. Uh, did I give anyone a dove for for Christmas? Now is that yeah, uh, turtle, turtle dove? I well, no, I gave him a I gave him a turtleneck, deep. If you know what I'm saying. Oh man, that sounds. Sounds not yeah. appropriate for Christmas. Yeah, oh. not pleasant. It was just like it wasn't pleasant at all. Present. It was dry. <laughs> it just went right in. Just gave right to him. Right to him. All right. Let's. <laughs> was there consent? Back on right. track here. I'm sorry. Uh, so well, we're gonna begin. Let's go. Words. Let's get it. Let's get it. Tell everybody what's going on. Okay, we're gonna have several categories and. I don't know. You can give a runner-up if you want. I don't give a shit. I mean, just fucking Jeopardy. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask you anything though, or tell you the answer. But I will say, I will ask you something. So we're gonna start with favorite game that you bought but didn't finish, 
in 2014. Who wants? Who, who who's starting? I can start. Go for it. Shovel Knight. You never I, finished Shovel Knight? I didn't. I forgot. Wow. I'm on like the last world or level or close. area. Yeah. Yeah. That game was pretty awesome. God, I never, I thought you finished Shovel Knight. I was waiting for that to be in your top five. Oh, I forgot. Man, I remember beating that game. That was back in July that we were fucking blowing through that shit, man. We were having a good old time with that thing. Yep. That game forgot. is some good shit. That is uh, a worthwhile game. What? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited. I'm going to ask you this question just because I can. With Shovel Knight, I remember when you were trying to sell me on it because I was kind of skeptical of buying it because it's not my normal type of game. You said it was like DuckTales. Now, DuckTales is coming out for free on the PS Plus of uh, January. My Today. Day. Tomorrow. I saw the 7th. That's what I read on the PlayStation oh, I thought it was today. Usually it's on Tuesday. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I could be wrong. Um, regardless, if I am awesome. Am I going to like DuckTales then, if I liked Shovel Knight? Shovel Knight's better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I expected but, uh, it anyway. I mean, DuckTales is fun, but it's less... Forgiving somehow. How much Donald Duck is going on in Shovel Knight? Hmm. Only when you're with, only, only when you're with that other knight. What's her name? Uh, Shield. What, what is her name? Shield Knight. Day Knight. <laughs> Day Knight Cycle. What? I think it is Shield Knight. Is it Shield Knight? It might be Shield Knight. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Um. So, who wants to go second? Um, I'll go second. Ryan. Oh, Ryan, go ahead. I'll go last. I'll go last. That's fine. Go, I'll go last. Go for it, Ryan. What do you got? Well, I finished most of the games I bought, so mine is pretty much the one I didn't finish. <laughs> this is the one category he doesn't have. Well, do you know, t- take a guess how many games I finished in 2014. 20. 37. 37? You're, you're close, but... You're closer, I guess. Who? Which one? Ralph? 42. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to get the official number here. Oh, my God. I kept, I kept the you list of more, it. You finished more games than we have buses right now. That's what's happening. I finished more games than there are weeks. <laughs> oh, my. 57. What the hell? I finished, like, five. I think Some I calculated up that I finished, like, seven games and I bought, like, 12. Yeah. Holy! F- How many of those are like can, mobile games or like really quick PC games? I don't. Know, I could read them all. No. Nope, real quick. No. Nope, no. Nope. Nope. Anyway, so the category was game that you bought but didn't finish. Well, uh, Persona Q is probably all I could really say. Okay. I got nothing to say about Persona Q. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, I still, I don't really know if that's a good game. It just seems like. They took the worst part of the Persona games and made that the whole game. So, I don't. I wouldn't really consider it a great game. It's just kind of a thing to do when I'm watching TV. Beat off. Your multitasking ability is second. That's also to none, a thing sir. you could do. But... Second to none. Second How about to none. you, Derek? I've got two of them. Uh, the first one. Uh, favorite game that I bought but did not finish would be Dragon Age Inquisition. Bought that game, high hopes, ready to roll, played it for a little bit, love it, fantastic. However, 
Ralph comes up, we go and get him an Xbox One, I get Kingdom Hearts 2.5, I tell myself not to open it, I open it, play it, and stop playing Dragon Age Inquisition. So I plan on going back to it, it's just, there's so much to play. And then I made this mistake, I was sitting around randomly, and I'm like, man, I should really try to play one of these other PS4 games that I just got. Should I play Sleeping Dogs, or should I play Diablo 3? I text you, Ralph, and I say, which one should I play? And you say... Diablo 3 has the, the quicker start. You know, there's not as much to go through with, uh, with Diablo 3. Yeah, the story doesn't matter. I haven't stopped playing Diablo 3 in a week and a half. I'm level 35. I'm like 15 hours or some shit into it. I cannot put that fucking game down. Good God, that shit is super fun. That's how, how it was when I first got it. Oh, my God. Like, I... You know, I've harassed a lot of people about Diablo because I never really understood, I guess, like why it was so fun. That, so much loot. That gameplay, the the combat system, the the mechanics, the the to Ralph's point, the fact that you can get a fuck ton of enemies on the screen and you just wipe them out, like you freeze them and then you do your AOE attack yeah, and they're they all just dead. Explode. God, I can't get enough of it. It's fucking <laughs> unbelievable. So I'm having so much fun with Diablo three. I cannot put it down. I just uh, I'm almost at the end of Act two. If that means anything to either of you. Well, there's four acts. There, well, there's five acts apparently with with uh, Reaper of Souls. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. I think yeah, there are five, right? Or is yeah. Reaper of Souls beyond that? No, uh, for some reason I was thinking there was only three acts, and then Reaper of Souls was the fourth. That but you might be, be right. There may be only four. Reapers of Reaper of Souls isn't very long. I know that. So I we I killed uh, I started playing with one of my buddies who picked it up as well. He was level nine when he started playing with me. He was fifteen by the time I got done playing because I was like twenty six. So I was just power level in him. Um, <clears throat> we we fought the butcher. Yeah, I think it's the first one. Yep, and then I just first killed one. I just killed Magda last night. Just killed Magda. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to go fight Belial, I believe. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't remember all their names, but I, I I played through that enough that yeah, I'd know exactly where you were at if I saw it. Oh man, I I fucking love Diablo three. Holy shit, I fucking love that game. So that is definitely definitely one of the yeah, best it, games. I would it's say that way better. I was gonna say it's definitely time. one of the best games that I've probably played of last year, technically by. Uh, you can still count it this year because of the Reaper of Souls expansion. I didn't because I didn't finish it. I tried to only put games in there that I finished. So I kept it out of there. It's definitely an honorable mention. But Diablo 3, one of the best games of last year. Holy shit, that thing does not get old. Yeah. But if you would have played it when it first came out, the legendary drops were really rare. Uh, but now you can get them fairly often. Which makes it a lot better because you're, you're getting way cooler gear the when thing, that happens. The things that I'll have to ask you off the podcast because I don't want to spend a bunch of time on uh, on this more than I already have is I definitely just sell fucking everything. I don't disenchant it. I definitely I tried to like send it over to like the the guy that can make you gear. I don't know. I've ever used him. Usually you find better stuff than he can make. I was just gonna say I find a bunch of stuff and then I sell. I literally will. I keep a very lean lean pocket like maybe 20 items at a time and most of that's yeah. just because of my my yeah, pocketbooks finding a bunch of shit and then selling that shit yep. <laughs> so. i have like 150 
$70,000, but I'm never going to use it. I have no reason to use it at this point, so. Anyway, Diablo 3. Holy fuck, that shit is fun. Expand your stash. That's what I got. Craft some jewels. It's a good one. Okay, how about best game that you played this year that didn't necessarily come out this year? I will go... Ralph? I will say... Um, Fortune Street on the Wii. What's Fortune Street? came out in 2011. <laughs> um, it's like... Uh, let's see, it's like Monopoly mixed with Mario Party, Mario, and... You and your brother play the shit out of it, is that what you said? Sorry, you cut out again. Mom. Yeah. I don't know why I'm cutting out. Well, that's, that's fine. Awesome. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's a good game, and it's probably really cheap. So um, it's like Mario Party? Because I definitely love me some Mario Party. But this is, like, with a strong, like, Monopoly influence for, like, buying properties and stuff. That's fine. I like board games. It sounds games. complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. And, I, uh, I was the kid that always wanted to play Monopoly and nobody else wanted to play because they didn't want to devote 16 hours to playing it. Yeah. It's, it's is better. that on Wii? Yeah. And I also want to say Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds and 3DS because I think I finished that, like, Last January, right after our good, year. Good fucking game. Good yeah, when I am. Uh, my yeah, I think um, I mine is Dead Rising Three. That might have been like my favorite game of last year. If I would have played it last year, that game is so good. It, it's way simpler than the first two. What? You played it last year. I don't think I did. You mean 2013? What year are you talking about? Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> oh, 2014, yeah. Okay, I got you. <laughs> not used to 2015 yet. But, yeah. We're seven days in, man. Get on the track. Is man. it seven already? Six days. Shit. Oh. Close enough. But, yeah, Dead Rising 3, that game, is uh, it's way better than the first two. Uh, just as far as, like, ease of play and craft and shit, it's way easier to do. And then less worrying about, uh, like, people that you're trying to save, because, you know, it doesn't really matter as much. They, they can handle themselves. So they pretty much took all that annoying shit out of it. What if you own the Apocalypse Edition like I do? Oh, uh, what does that come with, like a day one achievement? Or? I don't know. You said, like... Three or four DLC packs, and like none of them are like oh. the, uh, none of them are the actual like ridiculously named whatever DLC that came with Super oh, Extra yeah. Mega Ultra Fighter DX yeah. Diablo yeah, Infused. What the point is? Um, I don't know. I heard all most of the DLC for that was pretty boring, but if yeah. it just comes with a standard game, it's probably not that bad. It'll just be more of the same, but playing with a different character. I can get behind that. What can you get behind, Derek? Uh, for me, these are technicalities, but it's the things that make the most sense to me. Um, you guys might not even remember this. So, The Wolf Among Us, uh, one of my favorite games. I definitely almost put it in my list. And then I realized that the first episode technically came out uh, at the end of 2013. 
while episodes two through five came out between January and July of 2014. So I think you still could have done it. Well, I, you know, you're such a stickler. I didn't know, and I didn't <laughs> want to spoil anything by asking you. So I, it's fine. Definitely just going to put down The Wolf Among Us because that fucking game, if you haven't played it, it's like 20 bucks at uh, Best Buy right now. And if you have the Gamers Club unlocked, that means it is $16. I'm looking at you, Ralph. For $16, I think you would have a lot of fun. And I know you hate Telltale, and I get that, but I think this is kind of up your alley as far as the story quality. And I think based on the characters and the world they create, I think for $16, you would like it. Not to mention, I'm sure you could probably get decent trade-in value on it. So not saying to do it, but I'm saying consider it. For 16 bucks. it's a pretty good fucking game. Um, and then my second game on the list, uh, again... Technically, the re-release came out this year, but we're talking 2003, uh, which is Kingdom Hearts 2.5. So, um, I, I can't I can't begin to express again my love for the Kingdom Hearts games. We talked about it last year when uh, the 1.5 collection came out. I'm pretty sure this landed on my list last year with uh, best game that I played that didn't technically come out this year. They're just so fun, and the the RPG elements are so fantastic. The characters are great. Um, the, the humor and the comedy, the fact that my kid, Jolene, loves watching me play it because she loves Mickey Mouse. So anytime she sees, when we went to the Disney World, where it was like Mickey and Minnie and uh, uh, what's Donald's, what, Daisy, and all that stuff, she just fucking adores it. So she loves watching me play that game, and she likes watching me play most games, with that one specifically, because it's got that kid element to it, but it's definitely a lot more advanced in its story and, uh, man... Just great fucking games. So the story is nonsensical. Well, I guess the story might not be nonsensical, but the world is just nonsensical. The world is definitely nonsensical. The story is not nonsensical. It it only gets convoluted when you factor in the fourteen thousand ports of different mobile and DS and three DS and Vita and all that other shit. Once you factor in all that and try to find a coherent story, basically the story is simply thus: there's bad guys. You're trying to keep them out. You're locking doors. That, that's literally what your job is. And you're having a fuck ton of fun while you're doing it. My favorite part is when they talk about how the nobodies don't exist. <laughs> Technically, they don't, man. They're nobodies. No, they totally exist. They're right there. <laughs> listen, listen. They, they know what they they're talking about. They know what they're talking about. Don't, don't fuck around. They know what they're talking about. You just don't question mm-hmm. them. Don't question them. So yeah, that's uh, those are the two games that I uh, that I played and technically didn't come out. I'm telling you though, Wolf Among Us, best Telltale game they've made, best Telltale game. Give it a try. Sixteen bucks, it's dirt cheap. All right, uh, all right. Um, Let's move on. How about game slash movie you wanted to play slash watch, but didn't get a chance to this slash that year. <laughs> Ralph, I believe you uh, you were the one going first, my man. So what about uh, movie first? Um, there was like a hundred movies that I didn't <laughs> watch that I should have, including like Interstellar and Birdman and Inherent Vice and a thousand more. Yep, sure. Boyhood. Boyhood. Um, and uh, I ran to the red box in the snow. <laughs> I almost went. To go watch Interstellar last night because there's like a seven o'clock show and Should've I'm like, man, I feel like dying. It's still in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Yep. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And as far as games, like I wanted to finish Evil Within, but I won't. <laughs> wanted to play D four, which I have not even bought yet. And that's probably it that I remember. <clears throat> How some about good, some good ones? How about you, Ryan? Well, mine also. It was Boyhood until a few hours ago. Uh, technically, you didn't watch it last year, though, so it technically could still stay on there. That it came out, yeah. But uh, so, it, and then I switched it to Interstellar because I've not seen that yet. I didn't even really know what that was until it came out. So it was not even on my radar. So, and then uh, for games, uh, Far Cry 4, that game sounds like it's a lot of fun. But my money situation is pretty tight until my job starts, so I can't buy it. Derek. So, my game that I didn't get a chance to play last year that I really wanted to play was Rogue Legacy. Um, it's on the PS4. It's, what, 20 bucks? Um, I could probably go pick it up. I just I haven't really wanted to spend the $20 to get it hoping that it goes on sale at some point. I don't technically expect it to get on the PS Plus for free before the time I get it, but it may. Um, but that that game just looks, looks like a lot of fun. Uh, the whole dying and rebirthing aspect of it seems kind of cool, and it just seems like a, a good amount of fun to be had with Rogue Legacy. Or Legacy, depending on how you want to pronounce it. I can't believe it's not already on PS Plus or hasn't already been. I expect it to be on a pretty good sale at some point, like holiday sale, maybe like half off, like 10 bucks, but nothing. Their so, holiday sale was weak this year. Their it holiday really sale sucked ass. Sucked ass. Um, and then for movie, I've got, uh, I've got this movie called Interstellar, but there's an asterisk by it. And the other movie that's on my list is Birdman, because I really wanted to see Birdman. So Interstellar... Is fantastic, by the way. Didn't see it last year. Definitely went and seen it on, uh, was it two days ago? Saw it on, uh, uh, fuck, the day after New Year's. We saw it New Year's Day. No, the day after New Year's Day, so January 2nd. So, saw it Wait, four see days the ago. the day after tomorrow? Yes, that movie's terrible. Uh, Interstellar, I don't know how much I really want to get into it with either of you. Um, knowing each of you the way, about it. The, the way I know each of you... It's a long movie, so Ryan, I think you'll get kind of tired and disengaged, even though I know you like the Hobbit movies, but I just feel like maybe you'll get tired and disengaged. Now, the, the, the harder part for me is Ralph, of course, because every time I formulate an opinion on something, I feel like I could give him a pretty good recommendation, and I've always been wrong every fucking time. So <laughs> here's what I will say. It's fucking awesome. And there is a really good amount of fuckingness of the mind, which is great. And I know that you love that shit. Mm-hmm. Acting is on point. Uh, McConaughey is fantastic. And I know you enjoy yourself a little bit of McConaughey. Um, there is uh, some surprise cameos which I, that I know you will enjoy. The thing that's hard for me is, you know, the conclusion that's the only part I think for me that I would say for you, you may or may not enjoy. I think that's the opinion that I have formulated in my head is that I think you will like the entire movie except for the end just because of things. So 
Go and see it when you can. I really wish you would have seen it. That would have been fucking perfect because then we could have talked about it a little bit off off mic. Just a great fucking movie, man. Really, really good. Saw it in the IMAX. Saw it for free. It looked fantastic in IMAX. That uh, that water that water scene that you see in the commercials and the trailers, fucking intense in IMAX. Yeah, I heard the black good hole God. looks pretty cool. Black hole looks fucking fantastic. And it's shot on film, so obviously in like the normal theaters it's digital, but in the IMAX it's 70 millimeter film, so it's got that grainy, uh, grainy look kind of thing to it. Um, it. It looks just fucking superb, man. Looks fucking superb. Um, go and uh, go and watch it when you can. So why didn't that crack your list? Because I technically didn't see it last year. Oh, it's if it came out well, last I, I, year. I'm just listening. You saw it every single time. Every single time I think about what I'm going to do, I, I think about Ryan in the back of my mind going, "Nope, it doesn't count. Nope, it doesn't just count." Me, just whatever we do, the top five. Just let us know where it would have fit. Yeah, well, I'm just, just going to edit. I'm well. I'll insert it. I'm just going to edit it real quick. I'm going to take <laughs> out. Well, you have to have consent from us if you're going to insert it. Don't I already? Yeah. It would be nice, at least. Wouldn't it be nice to get consent? <laughs> Just once, yeah. All right, are we on to another category? Yep, that's all i got to say about Interstellar. How about most surprising movie slash game of the year 2014 edition? Go ahead, Ralph. Mo- Tell us. The most surprising game to me was Rogue Legacy. Very nice. Why? I don't know. I'm just like, eh, this this is probably all right. I mean, I'm not a huge roguelite guy, whatever, and I fucking loved it. Is it more because it was kind of like... Um, Metroid-ish Castlevania style, or yeah, I guess what did it for me, and like it was, it would it was random, like it would randomize shit, but not like obnoxiously. Like I will not remember what this game's called now, but there was some game I got on PS3, downloaded super cheap, that was like some random, randomized, procedurally generated 2D side scroller, and it was just it was, it would uh. I wish I could remember what that's called. It would, like, randomize the levels to where you couldn't even, like, move through them. Like, there was so much shit in the way. It's like, this one doesn't randomize a ton. And it's fun, like, being able to play as different descendants of your initial guy. They have all these stupid traits, like, I don't know, being farsighted and nearsighted. (laughs) Wait, what does that do? So... Like you, so stuff around your character is all blurry, or everything, or everything that's not around your character is blurry, depending. Or you'll have like vertigo, or you have to play it upside down. But it's not like it's not like you have to pick any of those traits. They usually give you a, they keep they keep selecting between like three, I think three different descendants. And usually one's got some kind of crazy trait, and I think you get, like, bonuses to your gold or whatever based on picking the more ridiculous traits, but, yeah, surprising. The uh, Master Shake in the background's kind of blurry. It's near... 
far. I don't want to. I think that'd probably be far sided. Does Master Shake um, do the Harlem Shake? Not this year. Oh, damn it. That was last year? It was only last year that he did that? <laughs> yeah, it was his favorite shake. It was a limited time offer. Yeah. Um, most surprising movie, I'll guess I will say. The same as mine, I hope. Uh, I don't. My movie list is so fucking terrible, but <laughs> I guess I'll say Ninja Turtles didn't fucking hate it. Oh, not what I was going to say, but that's all right. <laughs> It's kind of the same reason for mine <laughs> that I picked. Uh, go ahead with yours. Uh, well, f- for game, it was D4 because I, I knew it was going to be weird and it was going to be bizarre, but I didn't know that it was actually going to play okay. The controls are not complete garbage. So that was part of the reason why I liked it so much because uh, it had all the weirdness of Deadly Premonition, but it was actually fun to play instead of do you how far did you get into the premonition, Ralph? Uh, I'd say four or five hours. Yeah, that game to me mostly just felt like a chore, trying to get through, get to the cutscenes where all the goofy shit was happening. Yeah, like but, driving sections were interminable. Yeah, so like... with like the <clears throat> oh man, what well, they had some song that was a rip off of like Green Day or something when you would do like races. Yeah. Um, Cloudberry Kingdom was that game I was thinking of, by the way. But yeah. I don't know if I ever heard of that. I heard of it. Shit. But, no, I like peeping through windows in Deadly Premonition, though. <laughs> Did you ever do that? I don't, I don't remember. Keep track of it. Like, that was one of the stats at the end of the game, was how much you peeped uh, through somebody's window. <laughs> so, they keep track of that for you. But, um, as far as movies go, uh, I have RoboCop as the most surprising because it actually was good and not completely horrible. And although they kind of changed, like the whole story, well, the whole reason behind RoboCop, it still actually turned out to be an okay movie. I'd still would watch that. Would or wouldn't? I would. I just forgot. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it either. I I have it on a various variety of things to watch, but nefarious? I haven't watched it yet. Nefarious, yeah. Nefarious ways. How about Derek? Um, for me, uh, I'm going to go game first. Most surprising game of the year for me was, uh, there's two of them, of course, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Now, as you guys know, I fucking hate Call of Duty games. Absolutely fucking hate them. What do you hate more, Call of Duty or um, well, all I heard was a robot voice, but I assume it said, what What do I hate more, Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed? And the answer is fucking Call of Duty. I cannot stand <laughs> Call of Duty. I, I just, I can't stand the over-monetization of re-releasing a game every fucking year with the slight, you know, slight gameplay mechanic changes. Now, when I saw the trailer for this last year, I was like, okay, well, that looks fucking cool. Because, A, Kevin Spacey, awesome, right? Fucking fantastic. And it just looked cool with the robot mech suit and the jumping. And the, the, it seemed to me, and now I'm, I'm not the guy for Call of Duty because the only thing I play is the story. I don't play multiplayer. So unless there's some type of an intriguing story, I'm not going to give a fuck. Like the slightest, less fucks than Ryan gave to Salvation Army, not given anything. So Call of Duty Advanced Warfare comes out and I have like this desire to play it. And I picked it up and played the campaign, and it was surprisingly fucking good. The ending is super dumb, but, I mean, 
you know, there's other games on my top five list where the ending was super dumb, where that was, you know, a fucking quick time event to finish the game. So whatever. Uh, so Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is uh, is one of my surprise games of the year, as well as a game that you guys assumed that I, I wouldn't necessarily care for, and I loved a whole lot. And I mean a whole lot, and that's South Park The Sick of Truth. That game was fucking awesome. It was funny. The RPG was fun. Uh, the story was humorous. Uh, the different things that you do as far as fighting you know, Al Gore and then you know, <laughs> dodging balls Trump, and... Trump. Just different shit, fucking stopping a Taco Bell from getting built. Like, that just, that speaks to me on, on ways that you might not know. I love me some Taco Bell, so I didn't really want to stop a Taco Bell from being built. You know, Nazi uh, Nazi zombies, which was just great. Um, Nazi baby zombies, like, that game was fucking fun, man. And uh, I had a lot of fun with it. So, definitely yeah. South Park. Matrix and balls. Yeah, Matrix and the balls. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Such a good game. Um, and then my movie, uh, what I thought Ralph would say, maybe this is on a different list, is uh, Transformers 4. I was really surprised at how much I fucking enjoyed that movie. It's definitely my second favorite of the four Transformers movies. I know, Ralph, it's like your first, um, so maybe it is on a different list. But Transformers 4 with Marky Mark was absolutely uh, a fun romp, if you will. It's definitely the highest grossing film of the of the year as well, which makes me laugh. Uh, movies made over a billion dollars, which tells you why they're going to continue to make these fucking movies. Uh, just... Has it made more than Avatar? I mean, then? No. no. Well, that's worldwide, because it actually made less in America than yeah. Dark of the Moon did. Yeah, it's it's the overseas that they're just going to keep churning out the money. They just keep churning out the money, especially that partnership with China. Um, but yeah, Transformers 4, great fucking movie. All right. How about most disappointing game slash movie of the year? I'm excited to see what you have to say, Ralph, because I hope, again, that it's the same games that I have. (laughs) Well, I think I have an idea for you guys. Probably. It's pretty obvious that I was looking forward to Castlevania Lords of Shadows 2. Yeah, but you got rats instead. Yeah, instead I got stealth and uh, horrible... One horrible boss fight. Like, if it wasn't for that, like I've actually I've seen it really cheap recently. I'm like, eh, I could play some of that again. Gross. That, that fucking boss fight with, I don't know whoever the hell that Patrick guy was. Who, Patrick, uh, whatever his name is. Well, the one who had to like sneak around him and. Oh yeah. Uh, Pan's uh, Pan's brother. Yeah, that was like the worst boss fight Fuck. I've ever done. Game. Oh my god, that was the worst. Was unforgiving. Unbelievably unforgiving. Yeah. And like the... I don't know, the stealth stuff was stupid, but I, I mean, I could do it. The whole you being in Castlevania, like, nowadays, like, what? Castlevania City? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing to this game? Yeah. I still don't know why they didn't just call it New York. Yeah, I... I don't, I don't know, know why they just didn't scrap that fucking game. Good lord, that shit was bad. Draculanta. Um, oh my fucking god. Uh, so I'd say that's the most disappointing game. I mean, I thought about including Evil Within, but I didn't finish it. <laughs> so, so I won't. 
Well, I'm I mean, disappointed in myself mostly. We don't want to talk about me not finishing the game because remember when it fucking froze on me and sent me back four hours? <laughs> Fuck you, Lords of Shadow 2. Fuck you. Yeah, maybe it wasn't your cup of tea. <sighs> maybe you should have had a cup of tea while you were playing it. Probably. God, I drove so fast to gamers and traded that shit in, like, fucking instantly. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, so, I, I think that's my only game. Um, movies. I got the movie that I thought ruined Marvel movies for me. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Thor. Well, that was the last year. That was yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. I just thought Captain America, the Winter Soldier, was absolutely average and, like, the most boring, banal ways. I just didn't get it. I don't know. And it was fucking clueless, so... Was there not enough shield throwing? <laughs> there was plenty of that. <laughs> well, so when he throws his shield, does he ever just, like, take somebody's head clean off or it is a clean it, what happens when it connects so you remember in evil within when those guys are walking around with the safes on their heads and one of them just pulls yeah. the safe and it's real yeah. violent and dirty yeah it's the opposite of that what does it do is it just a loud thunk on some dude's head and then it's just clean there's no blood no even cut it's just when he actually decapitates people with that shield in that no. movie oh <laughs> uh, i was gonna say no um i'll I'll let Derek talk about Cap Captain America later. Hold on. I just got one more question about the shield throwing. So when he throws the shield and it connects with something, how does it come back to him? He goes and gets uh, it. No, I thought it was supposed to come back to him, like a boomerang. Sometimes. Not necessarily all the time. Okay. The plot hole. Um, <laughs> That's the biggest plot hole. Sin City 2 was also pretty disappointing. But, you know, I'm not too surprised, I guess, by that. Um, how about you, Ryan? Uh, for game, it was, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, not because of the, like, the technical issues. I really didn't run into that many technical issues. A couple times I fell through the floor of the world, like, just twice. One time it completely crashed on me. But other than that, uh, all the time I played it, there wasn't that many technical issues. It was mostly because of the story. Like they just like completely got rid of the outside world stuff. Like it barely ever happens. And um, the end of the game, you just hear them talking, and you don't even see them. And so, so they like completely removed it, which was one of the most interesting parts of it. Uh, so what you're left with then is just some horrible love story between two characters in Paris. So. Uh, yeah, that game. I, originally, I thought I was gonna like it more than Black Flag, just because there was no ship stuff, and I was okay with not having ship stuff. But no, there's just too much collectible shit that I didn't want to do. And then what's worse is the only way to see all the collectibles on your map is to pay real money. So when you go to the viewpoints, it doesn't actually show all of them. So. Dumb. Yeah, or I could look them up on YouTube, but I didn't didn't want to do that either. So I didn't get all the collectibles. So you didn't platinum that? Definitely not. Uh, I think I would have to play the multiplayer to platinum that, and I, and I barely played any of that. 
Uh, the co-op stuff is kind of cool if you're with some people that are that know what they're doing. Uh, and if it's actually up, there's a lot of times where the online servers were down and you just couldn't do any co-op shit while that was going on. Uh, sounds like it's almost finished. <laughs> I don't know. I should check in and see what it's like right now. Uh, and then for movie, it was just, I don't know, there weren't too many disappointing movies um, for me that I watched this year, so I just put The Purge Anarchy just because it was fucking terrible. And I, I was expecting it to be better than the first one because there was no Ethan Hawke, and and I heard wrong. that it was better. You were wrong. But it, it, was, it was not good. <laughs> All right, uh, Derek. So, uh, for games, most disappointing game of the year, definitely Lords of Shadow 2. Uh, Ralph touched on it, obviously. Um, it, you know, it, I don't know that I have a lot more to say about it. It's fucking dumb. <sighs> it angers me so fucking much. Like, an immense amount of anger flows through my veins when I want to talk about this movie or this game. So, I'm going to skip. Lords of Shadow 2 sucks. Fucking sucks. Don't, don't ever, 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 ever ever play that game uh, but we're missing the obvious one and now this might be more disappointing for me because of the high hopes that i had for it and nobody else talked about it i'm kind of surprised and that's watchdogs it's because i thought it was okay i mean it wasn't as good as what they made it out to be but I, it was still okay i think that's why it was so disappointing for me is because i and that's my problem as being naive and thinking that games will actually be as good as they say they will like fuck man that game was supposed to like be the next gen game. The shit that they showed yeah. you to be able to do, it just it never came to fruition. The driving was fucking terrible. The story was dumb. The gameplay was, I mean, yeah, the side stuff stupid. Side stuff was dumb. The ending was fucking stupid. Like that is definitely a game, much to the chagrin that I say this is Destiny, that is looking to the future and not focusing on the core product. That is a game looking to build a franchise and make sequels like Destiny and not paying attention to the first iteration of the series. And I think that is going to hurt it, but not in the long run because people buy video games all the time. And hopefully, hopefully, Watch Dogs 2 and, you know, to its degree, Destiny 2 will be, uh, will be better. But Watch Dogs is just really fucking bad, man. Just really bad. Characters are dumb. It's just a stupid story. Uh, now, for movies, I've got one, two, three, four disappointing movies. <laughs> uh, I'm going to oh, go shit. from... We just lost the host. Uh-oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> they just drop off randomly? Oh, yeah, shit. I was wondering if that was going to happen. Oh, that's fine. We'll, uh, we'll wait for him to come back. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to talk about my disappointing movies, and then I'll recap him. Uh, Horrible Bosses 2 is on my list. Have you seen that yet? I've Ryan. seen the first one. What first, are they doing the second one? First one's great. Second one is just fucking terrible. So they're not like their own boss. They... So they're not their own boss now. They have on they have their own company and they're trying to like sell their product. They make this buddy called or this thing called the Shower Buddy. So they're that trying sounds, to that sounds terrible. Yep, it was what? dumb. So they're trying to sell their product and they find this guy to uh sell it to. He he wants to order a hundred thousand units. So he's ordering 100,000 units of the Shower Buddy. Uh, they don't get any money up front, so they rent out this space to start manufacturing the Shower Buddy. They make 100,000 units. So they go to him and say, hey, man, we're done with your order a few days early. He's like, great. 
cancel my order. They're like, wait, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Why do you want to cancel the order? He's like, well, because I didn't give you any money. The place that I sent you to get a loan isn't going to give you an extension. So now you're going to be in default. And I'm going to buy all your fucking shower buddies for pennies on the dollar. And then I'm going to open up my own camp company and factory and call it the Shower Pal. And you guys are going to be all in fucking debt. So they get like super pissed. And then they hatch a plan to kidnap this guy's son. And this is where it gets convoluted. They, they try to kidnap this guy's son to hold him for ransom. Well, he wants in on it because he wants to blackmail his dad. So they bring him on. And then he turns on him and, you know, midway towards the, the end of the movie, he turns on him and takes all the money for himself. And it's just, it's not funny. This movie should not have been called Horrible Bosses. That doesn't make any sense. Uh-uh. It was super dumb. Uh, Jennifer Aniston was still pretty funny in it. Um, there's one one part. What about Charlie Day? Charlie Day's okay. I, I, I always enjoy Charlie Day. There's one part <laughs> in the beginning where, uh, where Jennifer Aniston's, uh, character is going through like sex therapy but she's only using sex therapy to find people that she can fuck and uh jason bateman has to like sneak in there because the other two dudes are already in her office trying to get uh laughing gas out of the out of the dentist's office and he pretends to be gay and she wants to turn him straight so they sh- she shoves everybody out he throws the two dudes out and goes and bangs her he's like first i need to go to the bathroom and she's like you can do that on me and he's like eh, it's a number <laughs> she goes it he uh, goes he goes it's a number two and she's like and Oh man, Cleveland Steve on it. <laughs> oh, it's super funny. So, uh, and then there's one part that uh, Charlie Day is like a father of three. They had triplets apparently, <laughs> and they're talking about how he needs to go uh, fuck Jennifer Aniston, or... huh? Are they identical or? Yeah, they're three. Tri- uh, oh. I think it's all three sons or three daughters. I can't remember. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> he's talking about how he needs to go fuck Jennifer Aniston and they're all like hyping him up to go do it and like the camera pans to the right and his wife is standing in the doorway with her three kids listening to him say how he needs to go fuck this bitch uh, <laughs> and he's is like Jamie Foxx still in it? yeah Jamie Foxx is in it he's okay <laughs> like the the key parts from the first movie are still funny but the plot and story are fucking terrible um, so we watched that the other night that is not worthwhile whatsoever um, next up is A Million Ways to Die in the West Really fucking, really stupid movie. Absolutely just horrendous. The only funny part in that movie is there's a, a quick throwaway line that shows Ryan Reynolds in the bar, and uh, it's just not not funny whatsoever. So don't don't watch A Million Ways to Die in the West. It was fucking terrible. Um, welcome back, Ralph. We just, we're just going through my most disappointing movies of the year. First up was Horrible Bosses 2, uh, and then we just discussed A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, there's a Cleveland Steve and horrible bosses too. There, there is a Cleveland Steam. No, no Steve, but Steams. Um, next up on the list is Transcendence. Now, I had high hopes for Transcendence because it's directed by uh, the cinematographer for all of uh, Chris Nolan's movies. So I was like, well, maybe he's learned a, a few things. Um, and nope, <laughs> he definitely hasn't. Uh, it is convoluted and fucking terrible, and the acting is just very paper thin it's not not good at all um just so fucking boring and like you'd think that there'd be a little bit of a mind fuck there but it's there's not it's just stupid um who's the girl on that uh rebecca hall um who has been in such good things as the town and frost nixon and iron man 3 
Yeah, I think she was also in the Prestige. Um, yep, and in the Prestige. So, just not not a great movie. I uh, was not pumped uh, when I watched that on Netflix back in uh, back in July. And my most disappointing movie of the year goes to The Amazing Spider-Man 2 because it continued the shitty Sony Spider-Man reboots oh, because holy fuck, that movie is fucking bad. And I mean bad. So, hopefully they don't make any more Spider-Man movies. What do you movies. think the worst part of it was? For me, it was Paul Giamatti. Um, I mean, that whole movie is pretty shitty. Paul Giamatti wasn't in it very much. I thought that... Uh... Here's the problem. I think Jamie Foxx went into the electoral role saying, I'm going to fucking ham this up. I'm going to make it you know, really funny and stupid. And then Sony's like, oh, man, we need to make this movie kind of serious. That doesn't work. And then you have the over... You know, over-villainization of having him, and then you have not Green Goblin, Green Goblin. Like, it's just, it's too fucking much. And you have the Rhino at the very end, which was really stupid. I just don't think they know the kind of movie that they want to make. Part of them wants to make a funny movie, part of them them wants to make a serious movie, and it just, it doesn't mesh. So Well, I mean, they have to make it funny, because that's how Peter Parker talks. Yeah, it's Spider-Man, so make it a comedy movie. Like, make it a funny Spider-Man movie with action elements. Don't Try to make it hammy or serious or like, I don't know, man. Make it over the top. If you're going to do it, do it right. And I think their best course of action is, I would say, lease the license that is Marvel's back to Marvel and just make money. There's got to be a way that you can, as Sony, make money with the Spider-Man license by le- you know leasing it back to Marvel, <laughs> who is technically the rightful owners of it, and making money. So... That's that's just my opinion. Amazing Spider-Man Two was fucking awful, fucking awful. Yeah, I will never watch it. Don't, don't, <laughs> never ever. I would never. So, have we moved on to our top five list? Well, first I gotta ask: Would you at least say, both of you, that Lords of Shadow Two is a good rat simulator? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's probably oh, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's a fair assessment. A day in the life of a rat. Best one I've ever played. I mean, a rat that has to go to a portal to not be a rat. <laughs> it's a, a simulator. It's an awesome mechanic. You have to be in one certain area in order to transform or untransform from being a rat. I mean, what do you think Dracula's yeah. powerful or something? I mean, no, not at all. <laughs> He's, he is the dragon. Dracul. Dracul. Incent Dracul. <sighs> Let's not talk about this. All right. <laughs> top, top five movies. We're going to start there first. Okay. I guess we'll start with number five if you have them in an order. If I not, do. whatever. Do you want to do honorable mentions first or are you going to do those at the end? I don't know if I have any. So, I mean, <laughs> you, can, you can if you want. Okay. I don't know. Hey, hey, hang on for. Can I stop you for two seconds? Uh, I could probably end up stopping myself here in a little bit uh, on accident. Where is Batman and Robin? Batman Forever, I mean. What? I can't see it. <laughs> I can't Your poster. see it. Oh, it's. It, I'm afraid to move my computer. Did you, it's over here. Oh, okay. Did you move it farther towards the window? No. Replaced it with a non-stop movie poster. <laughs> Maybe just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the computer is like looking a different way. It is. It is. You want to turn it, but it's 
acting dumb. Well, that's fine. All right, so number five, Ralph, I believe that would be you starting, sir. Number five, I'll give you some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. I watched that movie, what was it, like the week of Christmas. I think I watched it twice in three days. (laughs) I don't know. You you sound like me. Well, I've watched it on my own, and then my sister-in-law and brother wanted to watch it, so we watched it again at their house. Like, it's uh, it's definitely not good, Mm-mm. but I like the parts with the turtles for the most part. Yep, other than, the, other than the voices. Yeah, I just, I really have a, so I think I'm okay with Splinter's voice. I still don't understand Leonardo's. Nope. Makes no sense. Donatello is slightly annoying. Did they even try to get Cody Feldman or Corey? Is it yeah, Corey? Sorry. No, but this this guy's a lot whinier. But I'm okay with Michelangelo and Raphael somehow. Raphael just sounds black, which I'm not. I don't know if I'm down with. Well, I don't think the guy who does his voice isn't black. Well, no, I know. He just his his voice is just kind of. It sounds like he's from like Brooklyn or something. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah, Raphael kind of had like a deep accent in the first one. Anyway, I don't know. I can't remember the second one. Yeah, same way. The same all of them. But so there's my number five. Not a great movie. Not a great. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Not a great showing on my list. As you'll see. But. Whatever. We watched, uh, I watched Team NT twice the week of Christmas, and I watched 22 Jump Street three times a week of Christmas. It was ungodly. Ungodly. Uh, number five for Ryan? I tried to watch Team NT. I think I told Ralph this once, but the two red boxes I checked, it was out. It was so hot. I had them. Um... Uh, I put Snowpiercer as my number five when we watched that in a little town called Columbia, Missouri. Truth. So, I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was interesting at least. It might not have been the greatest movie, but the story was interesting. Well, I I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, made me want to try out some black protein bars (laughs) made of bugs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five, Derek. Uh, number five for me is gonna be uh, Captain America Two. Um, everything that Ralph said is wrong. Uh, the movie is fantastic. <laughs> the story is awesome. Bucky Barnes is super Whoa. fucking cool. So people do get decapitated. Since Wait. what he said is wrong. <laughs> uh, the Winter Soldier is a pretty fucking cool uh, bad guy. The whole. Nick Fury not dying, dying scene was pretty good. Um, just an overall, my favorite part is definitely Falcon. Falcon was really fucking cool. Um, I mean, Anthony Mackie played him uh, pretty straightforward, and uh, I think he must have, he had a lot of, it seemed like he had a lot of fun with it, which is obviously something you need to do when you're, you're in a Marvel movie, but um, a cool addition to uh, a Marvel universe that's already pretty stacked with cool people. If they replaced Falcon, uh, or rather, if they replaced Hawkeye with Falcon in uh, the Avengers movies, I would not be not be sad about that. I think that'd be a just fine choice. So, Cap Two is my number five. Glad you feel that way <laughs> about that movie. Um, my number four is Snowpiercer. So, yeah, there, there that is again. Booyah! 
Did you put a shoe on your head? I did. Shoe Yoshida. Um, how about your number four, Ryan? Uh, I live, die, repeat is my number four. Okay. Tom Cruise. What is that? Also known as Edge of Tomorrow. I don't know what that yeah, is. I just I just think live, die, repeat sounds better. But I think all you need is kill sounds the best. That sounds way better. They didn't go with that one. Yeah. But they did go with Emily Blunt, and she's a pretty attractive lady. Mm. Yeah. Real good. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we got anything else to say beyond what we've already said about it before. All right. Uh, how about you, Derek, number four? Uh, number four is a, a, a movie based on a book. Uh, it is not a sequel. It is one of three movies that are in my top five that are not sequels, which is nice. That is Gone Girl with uh, Ben Affleck. That is a really, really good movie. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect going in other than that I knew I wanted to watch it. That is a, was it a Fincher joint, right? Yeah. It, just just superb acting. Um, there's uh, there, There's obviously based on a book. So I expected something to be happening that may or may not have been prevalent, and there's definitely that going on. Uh, there, man, I just can't, there's not a lot I can talk about because there's so much shit that happens that I don't want to spoil. Um, just Casey Affleck in it at all? Nope. Casey Affleck's, Casey Affleck is in Interstellar though, and I couldn't place him for the longest time and then I realized who it was. Um, <laughs> but Gone Girl, great fucking Gone movie. Gone Girl comes out on video next week. Yep. So. You will have to watch it. It's, it's really good. Um, there's one scene in particular, which is kind of fucking awesome. I just can't talk about it until you, until you watch it, but it's about midway through through the movie. There's this nice sex scene that doesn't end up the way you think it would. So, mm. they have their clothes on? Yeah, it's, mm. it's ride to hell sex. <laughs> uh, so, Gone Girl, number four. All right. Number three, Ralph. Yes. Ralph, yes. That's me. Ralph, yes. So, hmm. I, I don't know. I guess I'll say Noah for my number three. Um, I watched that in the theater, and I just thought it was all right. And then for some reason when I came out, I bought it. And then I liked it even more the second time somehow, which rarely ever happens. So I'd say Noah's worth watching if anyone's ever interested in watching it. I know Ryan did. But... Yeah, I most – which – who was that again? Was it Darren Aronofsky did that? or? yeah. Yeah, I really like him. I also like really like Jennifer Connelly. I don't mind Russell Crowe yeah. either. So. He's all right. But that did not make my list, although it was an okay movie. Oh, there was not much horror in it, so. <laughs> no, that's a good segue into my next one. I got The Babadook at number three. Oh, man. Which, I don't know if you guys, besides me talking about last week, if we've really even heard much about that movie. I saw it wind up on some lists. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that too. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's pretty good. It's not really like any other horror movie out there. It's pretty, it's different. I mean, it still has the, uh, some kind of jump scares every once in a while and the tension build up, but the main story is a lot different than most other horror movies. So, it's pretty cool. Hmm. How about you, Derek? Number um, three. Number three uh, is a movie I just stated that I watched a bunch of times during Christmas, and that is 22 Jump Street. Uh, not a lot of sequels can 
can come close to topping the first one like this one did. Uh, it came damn damn close. Uh, the I can't remember Ralph. Have you seen it yet or not? I have not. So there is a there's a a hilarious seg, uh, segment with Ice Cube and uh, and Jonah Hill, which is just absolutely hysterical. It's definitely probably the best part of the movie, um, just because the the thing that happens goes on for 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 some time, and the consequences of said action is felt throughout the entire movie. So just a just a great part, and uh, the movie's fucking awesome, man. It's funny. It's everything you want in a. Uh, and a good summer comedy, 22 Jump Street. Go check it Does out. Does the 22 mean anything in the movie? Um, so, yeah. So, they pull up the – they pull up after so – the the movie opens just like the first one opens as far as, like, there's some heist thing going on or, like, you know, there's a segue through this is where they're at. This is what they've been doing. And then they get called into the office of Nick Offerman, uh, whoever he plays, some captain or whatever. So, they talk and then they go back to Jump Street. And they go to 21, and the Koreans have bought the church back. So have to go across the street to Vietnamese uh, church, which is 22 Jump Street. And as they're walking across the street, there's construction going on in the background of them. It says 23 Jump Street condominiums. And they're like, oh, man, I guess next year we'll be over there. It's small things like that that make you laugh and go, that's fucking funny. So it's there's some pretty good stuff. Like They definitely poke fun at themselves a shit ton. They walk into uh, they walk into the new place, and Ice Cube's like, "What up, bitches?" And they're like, "Oh man, look at his new office. It's like a cube of ice." Oh, it's just, it's just super. <laughs> Is Johnny Depp in this one at all? No. no was he, he was in the the first one, right? Yeah, and he died. Like made a cameo or something? Oh, he died. Yep, he died. Hmm. So Did he died like making a Tim Burton movie or. I mean, he gets shot in the neck, so, I mean, it's close. There's plenty of blood, so. That's my number three, 22 Jump Street. Check it the fuck out. My number two is Live, Die, Repeat, or Edge of Tomorrow, whatever you want to call it. Very nice. And I like that movie. It's, uh, I still haven't bought it, which is probably good, because I shouldn't buy any movies. Ever. Ever. But, uh, Yeah. There's not a whole lot more to be said about it. Um, how about you, Ryan? Number two. Uh, number two, I have a most wanted man, which I think is I'm the only one that's seen that out of those three, right? I have it. Psh. I have it, but I haven't watched yeah. it yet. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's maybe not the most exciting movie, but it's definitely one that's pretty interesting to watch just to see how everything plays out. And Philip Seymour Hoffman was pretty good. Nice. Uh, Very nice. All right, Derek, your number two. My number two recently added, based on the fact that it did come out last year, and you guys were letting me break the rules because I did see it this year. Interstellar is my number two movie of the year. Uh, talked about already. Not much more to say about it. It's a great, great piece of film. Go see it. Twenty-two. I'm sorry, rather uh, Interstellar. <laughs> Almost said 20, <laughs> twenty-two Jump Street again. Still, still thinking about that. Enter. Stellar. It was Stellar Inner. You know what I'm saying? Stellar Inner. How, how did Stellar get her spot back? Uh, <laughs> all right. So we'll be Goldberg in there. Yeah. I'm going to do my honorable mentions first before I tell you my number one, if that's okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, number one, this is probably like 
one of the weakest years I've ever had for watching movies, if you can't tell already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy was genuinely an entertaining movie, so that's my number one. I wholeheartedly agree. Mm. I do. I won't tell you why yet. Ryan? Um, <laughs> that's awesome. That's uh, you guys' number one, and it wasn't <laughs> even considered for mine. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, any, number one, I got Lethal Weapon 6. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Uh, no, I don't think they came out this year. Or ever. Or 2014. I don't think it came out 2014. I put, I went ahead and put Boyhood up there just because it's definitely, and that movie's almost three hours, by the way. Uh, so I can sit through long movies. I don't know how long Guardians of the Galaxy was. Was that two hours and change or something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, it probably didn't need to be. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just a really unique movie. Watch it. I mean, this is up at number one, despite Ethan Hawke. He was actually okay in it. But, it's just really interesting to see, like, those same actors throughout the whole 12 years and how much they change. I didn't realize that Patricia Arquette had put on some weight because she she looks way better at the beginning of the movie than to, towards the end. Like she looks really young, like 30s, and then puts on some weight. And then by the end of the movie, it looks like she lost that weight. But you can definitely see the age and how much they age. I mean, it's most noticeable in the kid. And I guess um, Linklater, our Linklater, um, used his own uh, his own daughter as uh, the boy's older sister, even though they're actually the same age. But she does look older than him, so uh, it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it's just kind of using the same actors and seeing them age instead of using different actors. It just kind of, and then watching a 12-year period take place in the course of three hours just kind of really emphasizes the whole depression of time going by and, and how how quickly things happen. Uh, like one moment you're in high school, the next moment you've been out of high school for like 10 years, that type of thing even though that's not what happened to this, but it just really emphasizes that fact. So it's definitely a movie worth watching. There are a lot of, like, really awkward conversation stuff that is kind of painful. Like, uh, since he's a high school kid, it's a lot of him talking about his philosophy on life and how stupid shit is, and that stuff's kind of painful to watch just because of... I don't know, I'm sure you guys have all seen that in movies or heard people talking about that stuff in real life, and... It's kind of hard to listen to, but other than that, it's it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it at some point. Derek has it. I, he just has not watched it yet. Haven't watched it yet. Haven't watched it yet. Hmm. So, Derek, your number one. But so my honorable mentions uh, before I get to my number one, even though it's pretty obvious what it is. Uh, honorable mentions, you got Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is the movie I had to cut to put in Interstellar. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, also another sequel that came out this year that almost topped the first one. Uh, really solid action pieces. Um, I know you're not a fan of the main character, Jason Clark, uh, but I think he did a pretty fantastic job. Uh, I think using Caesar as the, the bridge is a good idea, um, and hopefully they will... Uh, be able to continue to do that when they make the third one, especially considering the same dude is directing it, and that makes me excited. So, uh, Edge of Tomorrow is also one of my uh, 
honorable mentions. Uh, again, you guys already talked about that. We we all know we all like it. And Snowpiercer is also one of my honorable mentions. So good. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good year for for movies. I didn't see a ton of them, not as many as I would have liked, but uh, s- some good ones. Number one, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I expected. Expected it to be good. I didn't expect it to be that good. Uh, yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, I like James Gunn, but I just don't get it. I mean, what what's not what's not to get? Superheroes. Like, I mean, they're not even superheroes, though, man. It's just a it's a comedy movie that's set in space. Yeah, but like the story is so like the story's been told so many times. Uh, like some dude's trying to destroy the universe, and he's trying to stop it. And then all the jokes just sounded horrible. <laughs> like, oh, none of them, I didn't think any of them were Absolutely funny. not. The jokes are the best part. Dave Bautista is fucking hilarious. I don't think I laughed one time, though. He's, the new, he's the new Rodney I Dangerfield. Even I laughed. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, uh, the romance scene was pretty dumb, too. Or, well, just the romance thing in general is pretty stupid. The romance is, is forced, though, because it's just another piece of comedy. It's not really there. That's the funny part about the romance, is it's not real. And then I don't really understand how he went from what looked like living in the 1980s to whatever the hell he ended up in. I don't that's know if I just, missed something. That's just, well, there's a jump cut. So the beginning of the movie is him in 1988, and then it jumps to present day. Yeah, <laughs> which does not look like present day. Well, right, but that's where, you have to, that's where you have to open up your fucking imagination, Ryan. Duh. I mean, like, fill in a huge plot hole by myself? I can't do that. What, what plot that? hole? They, How does he go from 1980 to all of a sudden got, there's... He got picked up by fucking, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, I guess aliens? I don't know. Yeah. He, he gets picked up by aliens and raised by fucking, uh, give me the name. The blue guy? Yeah, but what's his name? Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. He gets raised by Michael Rooker, yeah. and they, you know, becomes a space pirate, and he's trying to steal this treasure for, you know, somebody, and uh, finds out that the, the treasure is actually a, a piece to... Uh, that can take down the whole universe and then has to stop other people from using it in a bad way. There's not a plot hole in the movie. So I mean, are there any other humans? The only... Or is he like the only human that knows of all these aliens? No, he's, he's like the only human. Yeah, that's bizarre. What? <laughs> How about like, we move on? All right, anyway, so yeah. Somehow he's got special powers. <laughs> what? No power? He has no... When he held that ball in his hand, it didn't die. Yeah, because he... Right, did you hear why? Uh, I don't know his, because he's it's a movie. part. No, he's part alien. His his father was alien. Oh, his father. <laughs> what? When did they what say that? that? <laughs> you didn't get any of this. You weren't paying attention. His father did not look alien at all. It wasn't his dad. Oh my god. Anyway, that wasn't his dad. That was his fucking grandpa in the beginning of the movie. Duh. Uh, oh my god. All right, we got to move on to games quickly. When were the aliens banging his mom? When did this happen? Stop. That's why she got cancer and died. Jeez. Yeah. I don't think you can just... <laughs> I don't think biology works that way. You have to be somewhat closely related in order to have some inner species oh banging. God. Did you like Avatar? Uh, Did you like Avatar? Yeah, I thought Avatar So what the fuck are we talking guys. about here? What the fuck are we talking about here? Plot holes? Good uh, God. Anyway, games. Oh, let me Let me let the host take over. Well, Avatar was also not a comedy, where Guardians of the Galaxy was, and it wasn't funny. But the so. dialogue was written like it was written by a child. Um, In Guardians of the Galaxy? 
James Cameron's dialogue is like a children's book. Oh. <laughs> a number five video game is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Wii U. Color. Even though that shit's it, super hard. It's really hard. It almost feels like it was too short, but I still enjoyed my time with it, and I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. So, right on. Ryan, number five. I have South Park, Stick of Truth, which Derek has already kind of talked about. So, yeah, that game was pretty funny. I laughed a lot in that game. I had a lot of fun. Uh, all right, Derek, number Uh, five. Number five is is a a broken game, a game that's not all the way finished, a game that uh, a lot of people played, a lot of people bought, a lot of people waited for, uh, and that would be Destiny. Uh, I had a shit ton of fun playing Destiny. Is it a good game? No. Is it a fun game? Yes. The story doesn't matter. It doesn't make any sense, but the shooting is fun. The missions are repetitive, but that, I mean, that comes into play because you're playing technically an MMO and you're trying to grind out for higher gear. And the end game is kind of fun, except, again, the repetition comes into play pretty heavily where you're playing the same missions over and over and over and over again. The multiplayer wasn't bad. The PvP stuff was pretty cool. Um, I look at this game as a social piece. So me being able, the one time I played with Ralph uh, was fun. Um, I mean, I played with my buddies, Chris and Garrett and Tony. I mean, I played with Player One Podcast, Chris Johnston, for fuck's sake. I mean, this game was uh, was just a lot of fun. Uh, not a great game by any means. A stretch of the imagination. Uh, I'm hoping the sequel will be better. But overall, it is uh, a worthwhile game, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do with that, 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 world, that world, that universe. I just hope that they don't take away the loot cave next time, because that shit was fun. I'm glad you feel that way about that game. <laughs> That's what I got for Destiny for number five. What did you hear about that expansion thing that's supposed to be coming out in 2015? Uh, not, I mean, I, I know there is an expansion coming out. Well, this is one that they hadn't previously talked about. It got leaked. Oh, really? Yeah. When did so, that happen? Uh, not too long ago. I think maybe you know, the last couple of weeks it happened. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Some so I can't remember what site leaked it, but uh, yeah, I don't know if they've actually confirmed it or not, but it seems legit. So. Hmm. I I will confirm that my number four video game of 2014 was South Park Stick Truth. Very nice. Of, uh, what we've all said. I don't know, like, I'm not a big turn-based RPG guy, but that combat was so easy and fun that it didn't really matter. So. Yeah, I usually like turn-based more because then you have time to think about what you're going to do. Uh, but... Uh, my number four is D4. Four D's at the four spot. So, uh, yeah, that game was fantastic. Still, it's got the best eating scenes I've ever seen in a game. <laughs> so, if you ever get a chance to play it, you'll know what I'm talking about. I'll get it at some point. I I got a bunch of credit at Best Buy burning a hole in my pocket, so I think about getting a. Xbox points card or whatever the hell they are. Shit, yeah. Um, how about you, Derek? Uh, number four on my list is Shovel Knight. 
Um, again, going into Shovel Knight, I didn't know that I would like it. Um, I had not played games like this before. Uh, I, I didn't play a lot of, uh, I guess, NES-style games that most people had. Um, some people were comparing it to, like, a Mega Man-style kind of game, right? When yeah. it came out. I never played any fucking Mega Man game, so I have no idea what they're talking about. But this game, it just it caught me, caught me at the right time. I had a lot of fun, and I was... I go through spurts with my, my portable systems, right, where I actually want to play my P my, my 3DS. Right now I haven't touched my 3DS in, I don't know, three months. But over the summertime, I, I think that must be my summertime console because I feel like I play that shit way more in the summer than I do in the fall and the winter. Um, I don't know why that is. I just tend to play that a lot more. But Shovel Knight, uh, just, a, just a great, great little game. And the second I beat it, I immediately went and didn't even hesitate. And I should have because it got really hard. Uh, but the second I beat it, I started a new game, New Game Plus, and it's really fucking tough. But I uh, I don't regret it. Shovel Knight's fantastic. Yes, it is. That's my number my, four. My number three game of the year, which probably should have made my surprising list, and I forgot, but uh, Bound by Flame. Oh, yeah. I had, like... I don't know. I just kind of wanted an action RPG sort of thing. I had a PS4. I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'll try this. And it's surprisingly enjoyable. And I kind of want to do another quest since my other one got erased anyway. Might as well. Because, I don't know, I like going evil because you can go good or evil with all these choices and whatever, just like most RPGs anymore. And, uh, like, the more evil you get, like, horns start growing out of your head. Your voice gets deeper. That's <laughs> ridiculous. I liked it a lot. How about you, Ryan? Ryan? Ryan's number three game of the year. <laughs> is... Oh, no, he died! The Baba Duke. The Baba Duke sends, sends him all the way to hell. Uh, do you want me to tell you my number three while we wait for Ryan to come back? Go ahead. Uh, my number three is a game that we can discuss because he's never going to discuss it. Mario Kart 8. Oh, damn. Mario Kart 8 is my number three game. Now, I didn't play a ton of Mario Kart 8, but I played enough to know that that game is fucking gorgeous. And it is a shit ton of fun. The tracks are fantastic. Um, God damn. I love me some Mario Kart. I really do. Yeah. Uh, and the DLC is amazing. I wish I would have picked up the DLC. I haven't turned on my Wii U in a while. I need to turn that on. I still haven't even played Smash Brothers. I definitely thought about trading it in, but <laughs> I haven't even played it yet. Um, so that, that might have wound up on my list had I played it, but I did not. So um, Mario Kart 8, man. Just, just stellar fucking stellar fucking game. Really yeah. liking it. Really digging it. Uh, I guess... Uh, were there any honorable mentions this year for you that may not make it? Um, honorable mentions, my man. Uh, you got uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, uh, the Ace Attorney crossover with uh, the Professor. Quite good. Um, quite good indeed. And then you got uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Again, a game I gave up on pretty quickly because it was so fucking tough, but I respect that and it was fun. Um, while I played it, and then uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel, one of the only, out of those three games, the only game that I beat on my honorable mentions list. Uh, decent story, it wasn't super long, that's what she said, um, but it sets it up for, uh, hopefully, 
another Borderlands game that's going to be on the, the next generation PS4. So those are my honorable mentions that we were talking about while uh, Ryan went off and had a little nap. You're, you good now? You better? What, what happened there exactly? Because you guys just froze on my screen. Well, that's because you froze and died, and then we're still here. No, I showed it as you guys froze. Like, my internet didn't even go down, so I don't, I don't know. know what happened. Uh, but my number my number three game was Mario Kart 8, right? Number four or number three? Number three. What number was your th- number three, Ryan? Uh, I have Infamous Second Son, which I really don't get why people think that it's not a good Infamous game. It's actually probably the best Infamous game. The first two were really not that great, but I don't know. I liked it a lot. I, I think I played through it twice. Um, I was going to play through it again, but other stuff came out. But I don't know. It's a really good-looking game. I didn't think it was that bad. This just oh, in. Sorry to interrupt really quickly. I realized I had a top six, not a top five. So Mario Kart 8 was my, uh, number, my number four game. So it was Destiny for six, Shovel Knight five, Mario Kart 8 for uh, four. Sorry. Uh, um, I'll probably play that. Oh, what is it called? What's that? D- or that DLC? That, yeah. When that comes out today, free. I mean, it's already out, but it'll be free for PlayStation Plus. But... Shit, yeah. Uh, uh, all right, so, Derek, your number three? <laughs> my, number, my actual number three is uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth, mm. uh, which we've talked about at length, so uh, we're good to be able to move on from that. All right, my number two, which I assume this will count, is Rogue Legacy. Actually, I don't know <laughs> if that counts or not. <laughs> when did it first come out? Well, Player One Podcast counted it for theirs, so I'll go by their rules, whoever me, that is. Give me two seconds. Hang on. There must be a meat guy there. I mean, it came out on Steam in 2013. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember when it actually came out, so. I mean, it came out on PS4 and Vita last year. 2014. Where did he say he was going? I'd probably go buy meat from a guy in a truck, is my guess. <laughs> uh, is that what they showed up in? A truck? truck full of meat? Yeah. Is, is that what they call it? The, the, the meat wagon? Yeah. It's a bad wagon. Where there are dead bodies in there? <laughs> They've got to be. Uh, you want to mention your number two, or you want to mention any honorable mentions since he's gone? Well, I do have, like, I did do, like, a list of ten, so I could just say that. Sure. Throw them out. Six, I had The Evil Within. Seven, I had Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Eight, I had Sunset Overdrive. Nine, I had Guard 3. And then ten, I had Brave of Default. So, I don't know, to me it was kind of a weak year, because... All right, I'm back. I went off but... thinking... Yeah. What I miss uh, anything? He rattled off some notable honorable mentions. That you yeah, I said all fifty-seven games I played this year. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good call. <laughs> uh, so how about your number two, Ryan? Uh, my number two is Dark Souls Two, and I really don't get why this isn't. I don't know. I guess some people think. It's not as good as the first one, and maybe it's not, but 
if it's not, it's not that much worse. But it, I don't think this game really got recognized much at all this year, which, I don't know, I liked it a lot. So I haven't really seen a lot of people giving awards to this game or anything like that. And I'll yeah. probably buy it again when it comes out on PS4. That's what I'm thinking I'll do. I guess it just... Does it come out... So Bloodborne's going to come out before it, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be similar. They probably will be sort of similar. I just don't know if I want to play them close together. I think Bloodborne's supposed to be harder. That's great. (laughs) Dark Souls 2 actually isn't too hard. Especially if you summon. Summon a bitch. Uh... Summon a bitch. How about number two for Derek? Uh, other than the ending being a quick time event, I had a lot of fun with non-Batman Assassin's Creed game Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Um, just a, a really well-made uh, game. Monolith, who I'd never heard of before, did a, did a fantastic job. The Nemesis system is a great idea. Uh, it was executed pretty well. I, I mean, I would get angry when I would die, and some of these people that had killed me or still been alive that I did not kill would uh, go up a rank. And made it really fucking tough to kill sometimes. I had one guy get all the way up to like level 20 because I continued to not be able to kill him. Um, just overall, really, really fun. Uh, wasn't a lot of not a lot of stealth. Again, it's Batman stealth, which I can handle. Uh, so overall, a, a really fine game. I, I mean, I wrote a review on it and talked about that. And so it's, it's a really good game. I'm hoping that hopefully uh, is it EA will do, right, EA? For WB. Oh, Warner Brothers, yeah, good call. Warner Brothers. I'm hoping Warner Brothers does something more with the Nemesis system, whether that be put it into different games, a.k.a. a Batman game, or if they make a sequel to Middle Earth, um, as, of course, they tease at the end, that there will be uh, more of that to come, because that was really fun. I wonder how they do that with a Batman game. They couldn't use the, the villains, the main villains. Why couldn't they? Because that'd be weird to kill a main villain... Batman doesn't kill people. Well, yeah, but you could you lock him up, Arkham style, put him in Arkham, yeah. and then that then that top tier is locked. Like you lock him up, so they're like wrapped in a fucking, you know, a straight jacket, and then they nobody can move up to that rank because they're still alive. But you can't. Uh, they're not doing anything. Do like Two Face and Catwoman and the Joker and Riddler and blah blah blah. I think they could do that really well. Did you say you wrote a review for Middle Earth? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this. Really? I just. No, I don't either. Yeah, that's uh, right. I don't know if I... I guess I didn't... Maybe I didn't publish it. But... It's not on the page. <laughs> I just looked at it. It just never did. Did yeah. you write that review? No, I didn't, yeah. write, I didn't write that review. Yeah, it's got a review right here. See, see the camera? See it? Oh. It's I... real good, and <laughs> I like it a bunch. <laughs> Gameplay 8. Good AI. Plays like Batman. Like Riding, like animal. a... Riding animals is a bit tough. Quick time events going to suck. Story is 7.5. Story uh, used enough Order of the Rings elements to keep me intrigued. Could use a bit more polish in order to make you care. Graphics 8.5. One of the best, better looking games on the PS4. Context, uh, or I'm sorry, content. Plenty of extras to keep you playing for a few extra hours. Not necessary or encouraged to do so before beating the game. Replayability. Again, extra stuff will keep you coming back for otherwise, uh, but otherwise, no reason to go back and play this 14 hour adventure again. Overall score, 7.8. We shouldn't switch our scale to like eBay seller reviews, <laughs> and then have like a plus 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 plus, and however many pluses. Like I don't know, we have to figure it out. <laughs> Would buy again. That's funny. Buy from uh, again. 
So yeah, number two, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. So now number one time, huh? Uh, yep, number one time. Finalizing this bitch out. Mm, my number one game of the year. It's going to be the same one as me. <laughs> what? Mario Kart 8? Oh, damn it. Uh, you're going to say Smash Brothers? No, I haven't even played Smash Brothers yet. Oh, uh, man. Well, it could have been. <laughs> I think I played Mario Kart 8 the most out of any game this year. And I don't know. It's it's not quite Double Dash for me, but it's almost. And the DLC is kind of amazing, and I'm excited for the next batch in May or whenever it is. So, yeah, I uh, I like that game, Ryan. It was how were the Mercedes? Is that what it was? Or was it a different type of car? It was. There were some Mercedes, but you don't pick those. <laughs> they suck. Uh, I have Dragon Age as my number one. Uh, to, well, I still don't think it's as good as the first Dragon Age, but uh, they tried. They tried to get it close. Uh, I don't know, there's just so much shit to do. I, I'm still thinking about, like, usually I play through as a warrior the first time and then I try the other classes. So I'll probably try as, a, like, a rogue or something when I try to play through it again. But, yeah, there's so much shit to do in that game. Uh, the story just kind of abruptly ends, though, so that was a little disappointing. But other than that, it was pretty good. And I suggest... You should try to romance Iron Bull. That's not who I did, but I hear a lot about this try. Iron Bull guy after that podcast. Iron Bull. <laughs> if if you don't want to try to romance Iron Bull, you should definitely look at YouTube videos of Iron Bull's romance scenes. So they're pretty good. Oh, huh? he also like I haven't. I like my party. I rolled with Iron Bull, Dorian, and Sarah. And I just wandered around, and it sounded like Iron Bull was talking about just, like, raping uh, Dorian. <laughs> so I don't know if Dorian has some, because Dorian's kind of a, I think he's, I think he's a gay character. I don't think he goes both ways. Uh, I think Iron Bull goes both ways. But, yeah, that just kind of came out of nowhere. I was just wandering around the desert, and I'm pretty sure it sounded like Dorian, uh, Iron Bull was suggesting that he did some rape action with Dorian. Speaking of getting raped, uh, Derek, how about you? You know, I really thought that this would wind up on your list, and I'm really surprised that it didn't. Um, I quantify this game as the best game of the year for this reason. I expected nothing from this game and got the most out of it. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, it was a, a, a really solid story. It's probably not the best game of the year, but... For me, this is definitely my favorite game, uh, and I told a lot of people that they should go buy it because uh, they they all thought the same thing. It's probably not going to be very good, and guess what? It really is. B.J. Blaskowitz and Wolfenstein, The New Order, is my my favorite game of the year, my number one. Yeah, that almost made my list. It didn't even make your list, and it's my number one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't I, even I like, my turn. I like it a lot. I just wish there was... More. Uh, like the, I wish the upgrade system would have been a little different. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a lot of fun to play, though, and I still would like to play it some more. That, it's it's definitely a game that I will remember as being my favorite game of this year. Like, if there's a game that I can pinpoint, man, that last Wolfenstein game was really fun. Fuck yeah, it was. It's fucking great. Wolfenstein The New Order. 
definitely my favorite game of 2014. Who did you, um, well, I guess, did you have the guy playing the guitar, or did you have the girl that talked really fast and said crazy stuff? Uh, I had Jimi Hendrix, I believe. I yeah. Crazy okay. Yeah, I, I played through it twice, I had both, but. Of course you did. Just wondering. Did you beat that in like 12 hours, both times? Total? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I didn't really keep track of that. I don't know how long it actually is. There it is. That is our. Uh, that's that's the list for me anyway. Should yeah. we? Uh, should, should we? Do we care about the journey song, or is that just more for for me to be retarded? <laughs> definitely, I definitely picked one. I could probably say one, although I don't really like Journey that much. I don't like Journey that much either. But I was just like, I don't know what else to put here. Oh, yeah, say one. Go for uh, it. I got Wheel in the Sky. Um, open Arms, that's a Journey song, right? Yep. I also have Open Arms. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had one. I always pick one. See, I was thinking of Foreigner. Did we do Foreigner? We did Foreigner last yeah. year. Yeah. I like Foreigner more. Foreigner's way better. Yeah, right. Foreigner was the best. But like, we couldn't do Foreigner again. That wouldn't have made any sense. Uh, it different this year. I doubt that it's going to change in a year. I don't oh. remember what mine was. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I might have picked Head Games or something. Double yeah, I Vision. Think, I think Double Vision was yours. I think Head Games was mine and uh, mine and uh, Ryan's. Dirty White Boy is not bad. Dirty White Boy is fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> what could have been best uh, Informer song? Best Snow, Snowden song? Yeah. Edward Snowden. What's your best album of the year, Derek? Best album of the year? Oh, what do I listen to the most, man? Um, nope, that didn't come out this year. No Timberlake album? Nope, no Timberlake album. I listen to a lot of that. Um, I don't know, I got into this band called uh, Set It Off that I've been listening to quite a bit. Uh, they had a pretty good, uh, pretty good album called Duality that I liked a lot. I listened to that quite a bit. Let me go through my Spotify and tell you what else I listen to. Wasn't that the name of like a Slipknot album too? Um, the, the song, the new, uh, the new, the new uh, Foo Fighters record was was pretty good. I know, calm down. Right. Um, new Foo Fighters album was pretty good. wasn't great, but it was uh, was pretty good. Slipknot album sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Aldean album was fucking terrible. I bet. Um, I'm trying to think what what else came out. Hold on, let me pull it up. What do you got? I really liked Machine Head's new album, Bloodstone and Diamonds, which no one would like. And uh, I really liked Issues' self-titled album. And Riff Raff's Neon Icon was a hot banger. And I want to say there was something else, but... Uh, Let's see here, I will find some good stuff. Probably it. I really don't keep up with music anymore. I don't think I've listened to any... Well, I, I guarantee I haven't listened to any newly released albums in 2014. You listen to Riff Raff, everyone. I've probably heard, heard. Jeff talks about him on Giant Ball every once in a while. Yeah, I'll, I'll hear music and stuff, but I don't actively seek out music like I did, like, I don't know, maybe Riff five Raff. or six years back. He's going to be in Columbia beginning of February. No. He's the guy that uh, they thought Spring Breakers was based on, or yeah. right? The new uh, the new Rise Against album was really good. I like that a lot. The new Weird Al the, Weird Al album was really good. 
What about the Careful Ralph album? The Careful Ralph album is always on repeat in my fucking car. I don't know about you guys. Okay. Careful uh, Ralph. Well, and, you know, I mean, if we're talking albums that maybe didn't come out this year that you're still listening to, I spend that Traverse the White Light album at least once a week. That new one's almost done. I'm excited for that shit. I'm ready, ready, for, ready to open up my email one morning and just see that shit sitting there. Download that shit on my phone. Are you putting it on vinyl? I put it on <laughs> vines. You know, I looked at. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I looked at making you a vinyl record of either the Careful Ralph album or the uh, the Traverse the White Light album, and you can't just make one vinyl album. You have to order like a thousand, and it's really expensive. So sorry. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I was, I was I like, I wouldn't know how to play one. Well, right, but it would just still be kind of like you now have a vinyl album of your fucking record, which I thought would be kind of cool. I'll, I'll just do like what. Oh shit. My, what my buddies MC Sarsparilla get us in did and just spray painted a record gold and then wrote his name on it. That'll work. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. The fucking the Weezer album was really good. I forgot about the Weezer album. Uh, that was really that's, good. That oh, South God. Park episode when I can't remember what, what Cartman was trying to do. What's like what's the highest record? Is it gold, platinum, or what's Murder, the highest you can get? Frankincense. What is it? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And he found out that they were getting Frankincense or Myrrh. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of lots of good albums this year. Lots of lots of good ones. There's there should be some good ones this uh, this year too, though. I'm hoping. Yes. Go diamond. That'd be ten times platinum. I think the only people to do that's like the fucking Beatles, right? Well, like NSYNC and Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys and Shania Twain did it. I don't Shania know. It has been done a time. Yeah. Paul Cole probably did it, right? Yeah, at least I know yeah. the Eagles. <laughs> That one Eagles album, Hotel California, or maybe it was the greatest hits, I don't know, one of probably, them. Probably the greatest hits, yeah. I would assume. Way up there, and like Thriller, yeah, you get it. This year you got uh, maybe a new Breaking Benjamin album, which might be okay. You got uh, a new band now, besides the singer. Yeah, that's why I kind of want to just hear it. New Kid Rock album, though. Shit, yeah, that'll uh, be good. Possibly a new Blink-182 album. Going to be a new Zac Brown band album. A new Manson album. New Manson album. Awful. Does it? Uh, I heard, I heard two of the songs, and they're both the worst Marilyn Manson songs I've ever heard. So I'm hoping that uh, if it comes out, new Macklemore Ryan Lewis album. They got a lot to top. Yeah, it's supposedly coming. Uh, we'll see. He just announced he's having a kid, so I'm not, uh, not holding my breath. New Tupac album. It's coming out right. I mean, it should. There's always a Tupac album coming out. He's just in the basement of some fucking hole in the wall, just waiting. It's in Dave Chappelle's basement. <laughs> just waiting. Uh, should we look at uh, to, to, to video games? Not necessarily movies so much, but video games for 2015 that we're excited about before we get out of here? Resident Evil HD. Comes out here yeah. pretty soon. And yeah. Revelations 2. And Bloodborne. And Dying Light. Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4, you got Batman Arkham Knight coming out, which is going to be fucking awesome. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, the Order, yeah. which I'm hoping is was is good. Yeah, I think, think there have been some questionable stuff about it recently, but who knows. I, uh, this Mighty Number no. 9 that they were talking about on the Player One podcast not too long ago, that's like a Mega Man exactly game, right? like Mega Man, yeah. Never yeah, played one, but I mean, I'm excited to see what it looks like. Mortal Kombat X or 10 or... Whatever. It'll probably be hard. Mighty awesome. number nine will probably be really hard. Yeah, it will. 
Mortal Kombat Cross is what that is. Mortal Kombat Cross is coming out. It's got Persona uh, 5. Uh, maybe Metal Gear Solid 5. Maybe Kingdom Hearts 3. No, there's no way. Maybe Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15. still has to come out. Maybe Final Fantasy 15. When's that typo coming out? That should come out this year. I think early this year. Yeah, there's a there's a date it's for like, it. Uh, it's March seventeenth. Will not come out this year. Well, which it would. Uh, yeah, fucking Hotline Miami two. Yeah. Uh, it should come I out fairly soon. The more I read about that, the more scared I get. Oh god. <laughs> but you can create your own levels, which is fantastic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Dying Light comes out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah I was watching. Some guy had a. Because I was trying to decide whether I should pre-order that from Best Buy because you get the ten dollar. Well, I thought you already had that. That fucking failed. Oh. Uh, because uh, I was supposed to get. Uh, Smash Brothers from Kmart and. And it's like, yeah, something went wrong and we don't know what. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably because you charged me like twenty bucks for Smash Brothers, and it's sixty. Yeah. Um. But I was watching, some guy has like a playthrough of the first few levels, campaign missions of Dying Light on YouTube somehow. Did it look good? Yeah, it doesn't look bad. I just don't know if it's going to be too stealthy. Was for there? Me. I mean, he's acting like it was a lot like, Di- or a lot like Dead Island. Which was there an equivalent to the Hoodoo Voodoo bitch? Or no? <laughs> Sam B uh, in this thing. This team, <laughs> <laughs> he was most of the zombies. Introduced a lot, but I think I think it's just one guy in this. If I could be wrong. You also got uh, other games that I'm excited about: The Legend of Zelda, The Division. Pretty excited about The Division, and then uh, Until Dawn. I'm really excited about that. Oh uh, yeah, that should be pretty cool. Um, what about a ride to hell too? Hayden Panettiere, oh. holla. I really am looking forward to Mario Maker, which is really dumb for me to say out loud. <laughs> you're probably not the only person, but you're probably the only person on the podcast. That's oh, I'm sure. about it. I definitely don't care. But and, uh, we shall see. So is Zelda supposed to come out this year for sure? I don't oh, think no. there's any certainty to it. So. Uh, if they can get a Zelda game out and a Star Fox game out in the same year, that'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, I have a feeling that's Zelda. Oh, good. Well, I have a feeling Star Fox is going to be something really small. Think so? Well, I could be wrong. That's yes. Which is which f- maybe fine because those games don't need to be huge. The fuck is SteamWorld Heist? That's from the Dig people, but it's some kind of uh, some bullshit I wouldn't want to play. Well, that's dumb. I want, I want another. Good, I want another SteamWorld Dig, not another, not a different version of it. It's like some Steam World Tower Defense game also that came out before Dig. I don't know what it's called. No, I just want Dig. I want to Dig 2. Even though yeah. I didn't finish Dig. <laughs> how, how was Bayonetta 2 not on your list? Did I you not finish it? it? Oh, man. I was expecting that. I completely lost interest. Now that I'm like, eh, I don't even need this anymore. Can you buy Can you buy Bayonetta 2 with the first Bayonetta on it still, or is that just how that always comes? I think that's how they all are right now. The more and I mean, more I hear of these games, the more I feel like I should buy Bayonetta 2. Yeah. I just don't know I, if I'd like it. I may rebuy it at some point. I'm kind of dead. Yeah. When Zelda comes out, I'll buy Wii U, Zelda, and Bayonetta 2. 
then you'll have all the consoles just like Ralph. Thank God I never have to worry about buying a bone. Woo! This is so dumb, but I've thought about getting a Vita lately again. Yeah. I should not ever do that. No. I barely ever play it. (laughs) The one I sold you? Yeah, well, I used to play it a lot, but that was when... I'm surprised you you don't play it for remote play. Oh, I tried that the night the PlayStation 4 came out, and never again. Well, because <laughs> it is not a good controller. Well, well, just saying, I would fucking, I would use that shit, play Destiny from fucking work. I mean, it worked. It worked. Well, I don't know if it has that kind of range, but um, it worked fine. Uh, when I tried it, it's just not comfortable. I just saw I could get the Borderlands 2 bundle for like one dollar. 60 target right now and I don't I don't necessarily want Borderlands 2 especially well, a voucher for it but did you hear the rumor that they might be well maybe maybe the first one first one. first and second's what I heard I'm hoping it's all three with the pre-sequel you think yeah cuz I don't want to buy the pre-sequel and then find out that they're doing that also I just want Borderlands 3 I'm just gonna throw. I'm gonna throw this out there right now. I know it's six months too early, and I know we got a long ways to go. Dead Space Four. I think they killed that it's franchise. All, nope, that's all I'm gonna I say. Hope, I would even go for a a remaster of the first one. I would definitely take that. I would play. Well, the first two were pretty games. good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they killed it though. EA but, ran that shit into the ground. Speaking of kill, so who's going to die in 2015? Because I was obviously... Oh, shit. Yeah, who is going to die? I'm going to say Stan Lee. I don't know. Kathy Griffin, maybe? Stan Lee's going down in 2015. (laughs) Kathy Griffin and Stan Lee. What do you got? Can I I make a pick? Yeah. Um, how about... Uh... Damn, I didn't think about this too long. Ultimate Warrior? Can't pick him. Stanley's a little too too close. Can we take a minute? Can we take a minute and say, uh, rest in peace, Stuart Scott. That fucking sucked yesterday, two days ago. That was really bad. Yeah, I watched some some video they had on ESPN.com about it. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, there's there's been some good uh, good send offs. That was I was sitting there talking to my employees Sunday morning, and fuck, man, I did not was not expecting that. That was shitty. So, Godspeed. That was shitty. How about uh, Dermot Mulroney? He's going to die. fuck is Dermot Mulroney? He's an actor. Or Dylan sure. McDermott. Either one. Are either the, have you been watching Grey's Anatomy? No, I always just get those two mixed up. <laughs> no. All right, fair enough. Yep, so there's your picks. Dylan or Durham, Bull Durham. Bull Durham's going to die in 2015. Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney? Sure. And then... Or Griffin or Louis Ar- Stanley. <laughs> is Louis Armstrong dead? I'm switching my pick. Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Is he alive? Probably not. I don't think he is. I think he's definitely. <laughs> you ever watch that cartoon? Yeah, Louis. Yeah, I'm Louis. Life with Louis. Life with yeah. Louis. Yeah. Yep. Really good. Fuck yeah. All right, Ralph, take us out. I gotta go, so uh, I'll see you next year. <laughs> Doesn't quite work.
Oh, sure. 2016. We're not <laughs> we'll going to come back until 2016. we, we got to retool the show. It's going to take us a year. It's like that episode of uh, Power Rangers where we have to go into cryostasis for like six episodes. Are you going to like hide from Leif Schreiber until 2016? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty oh, much. Shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess it was an okay year. It was not a good year. great for games or movies in my opinion, but whatever. We're going to... Uh, we're going to tinker with the the layout of the show, right? Play around with that and maybe uh, maybe cut out the movies and focus strictly on video games. Yeah, that may be what's happening. We're going to try streamline something. I don't know. We'll, uh, maybe not maybe not have me host as often. <laughs> Two in a row is, uh, is a little much for you? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I should have like eaten something before I did this. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a donut. I figured I would need something in my belly. There'll be a lot less Saw Talk in 2015. That's true, unless there's a new video game. Oh, shit. The remastered edition of Saw 1 and Saw 2 on the PS4 coming to you. (laughs) Nobody's going to waste money on that shit. (laughs) No, PlayStation Plus, man. It's all free. Uh, Sony is paying. I meant making it, but yeah. Well, yeah. Sony's footing the bill. Um, Yeah, I guess that's it. So, for uh, Derek and Ryan and Ralph... That's us. Bye. Good night.